What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, baby. Hello, Carl. Oh, uh, I'm not feeling good. What's going on? My stomach's all fucky. Bee. Yeah. It's like, um, so you know when I got I to gotta take pills when I eat? I got to take these enzymes when I eat? Yeah. Um, well, when I forget to take them, it like fucks my stomach up so bad that... Uh, I probably feels what it almost feels like. I would say when don't, I don't, I'm going to fucking say it. It's probably as debilitating as when you have your period and you're going through that endometriosis shit. Yeah. Does that offend you? Well, n- well, a little <laughs> bit, although I did go to the hospital once with you and you had gas. So I, yeah. I, your pain tolerance, as I mentioned before, is probably quite a bit lower than mine. <clears throat> oh, fuck off. But you know what I'm talking about? It hurts so much. It hurts a lot. You've seen me in my worst. Yes. When my belly's bad. Yeah. So we went to my brother-in-law's um, for Father's Day mm-hmm. and he had this brisket. Mm-hmm. This is a beautiful brisket. It was so good. And I ate it and I forgot to take my pills. Which means now my body's not going to digest that food properly, which leads to like really bad belly aches. And um, and when that happens, a, I am totally not anywhere close to being in the mood 
to wanting to have <laughs> any kind of fuck. Okay, yeah, no, I get that. I I don't like making fuck when my belly hurts. <laughs> I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to start calling it up because I know you don't like <laughs> making fuck. Yeah, making fuck. I I, like so that. I can't make fuck. And I, it, it makes it hard for me to get in the fucking zone to do this podcast, too. Like, it just hurts so much. I hear you. I'm, like, a, the week before the week of my period, and my boobs hurt a lot, and I just, like, feel really irritable and extra ticklish, so I don't really feel like making fuck either. So neither of us feel like making fuck. Yeah. Neither of us feel like uh, doing this fucking podcast we decided <laughs> to do. Uh, that's no good. We gotta no. we gotta step it up for the listeners. Yeah. Um, well, so I googled some things. I just wanted to see if the internet had any suggestions. Please for tell me you what googled t- what to do when I don't want to have fuck. <laughs> no, but I will. So other than some su- suggestions from Oprah and um, <sighs> some really lame suggestions from AskMen.com. Um, I did really? find this. Yeah, they weren't good from AskMen.com. No, it was like. Um, it was like, here's a list of things to ask. What's your favorite food? <laughs> and then like... to make, Wait, this is to get someone who to, in the mood to make fuck? That's what it said. Okay. Yeah, sexy questions. And then the next question, it wasn't even a question. It just said sex. Well... Well, yeah. 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 Everyone wants to make fuck when there's sex. Yeah. And then the last one was something taboo. And it's like, okay, guys... Really not helpful. Thanks, men. Is the Holocaust taboo? Uh, that <laughs> is a great question. Um, <clears throat> but not that kind of question. Uh, okay. right, what do you got? Okay, so yourtango.com. Okay. That seems like a reputable source. Sounds legit. So wait, let me just get this clear. You're tra- you are trying to, right now, you're going to try to m- m- make me want to make fuck. Well, this says 33 seriously naughty questions that'll turn you both on. Oh, shit. Okay. So I think Let's we should both use here. this. All right, here we go. Ready? Ready. When is the last time you had a dream about me? Probably last night. Yeah, was I eating like burgers or something? I had a dream that uh, the dog threw up on our carpet, and uh, I got you to clean it up. That's not the rule, though. The rule with the dog puking is that whoever sees it happen has to clean it up. But I heard it, and you were walking by it in the dream, and I said, Bridie, what's that? This is so funny, because sometimes when the dog does puke, I just lay on the bed, and I wait for you to hear it first, so that you get up and see it. (laughs) But okay. You fucker. Um, All right, so far I'm not turned on. Okay, how about this? <clears throat> if I could only wear yoga pants or short skirts for the rest of my life, what would you choose for me? Short skirts. <laughs> yeah, uh, we work at a yoga studio. For sure, yeah. yeah I'm so tired of wearing those fucking that. yoga pants. <laughs> Guess what color underwear I'm wearing? Uh, green. Nope. What's the naughtiest thing you've ever done? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, you're not going to answer that. <laughs> You got it wrong. Uh, what's the naughtiest thing I've ever done? I stole a fidget spinner from a conference I went <laughs> I to was last week. I ask you about that stupid fucking whatever. I have like... Does that, does that make you want to make fuck? No. My fidget spinner? It doesn't. Actually, I saw that on the floor in our bedroom and I was going to ask you if it's a, it was a masturbation toy. I actually, you know what's really funny? So I, I've, I stole this fidget spinner from a, from a conference I went to. I don't know if I stole it. I think they were giving them out there. I hope they were giving them out because if they didn't, it means I stole it. But if they were giving them out, it means I just took one that someone took 
from the person that they were giving them out from. So they could probably get another one. <laughs> so I have this fidget That's spinner. Like stealing the baseball, like leaping in front of a child and stealing the baseball out of baseball. <laughs> well, I did steal it from a party where everyone was getting absolutely hammered. So and there was no kids around. So, so I took this fidget spinner and we were joking because it's like the stupidest fucking invention ever. And uh, and I can't, but but then I I very quickly get addicted to it, and I can't stop spinning this thing. I'm spinning it everywhere. Like I, we were at therapy the today. I don't know if you know know this, but I had it in my pocket, oh, in my sweater, you and I was fucker. spinning it in my sweater. You fucker. <laughs> that, hold that, on. that session is not cheap. No, I know. But listen, hold on. This is even better. So. I've been making these like Instagram stories where I'm I'm the fidget king and I'm just spinning it. I just say fidget king and I spin on my chin. I've spin on my chest. It's actually quite impressive. But, and Becca thought it was funny at first. Then I like, not so funny. It was uh-huh. kind of like, this is kind of old. I'm over it. So we were having sex the other day. Yeah. And it was on the bed and, she, and she's blowing me and I reach down and I grab it. And I just go right by her head. Oh my god! Give her another Sex seven years, and she'll find that hilarious. Was fucking over. Yeah. It was over. Anyway, um, I am the fidget king. If anybody wants to uh, to step up, fucking step up, fucking step up. Step up your game. What else you got, Brady? Okay, have you ever said someone else's name during sex instead of the girl you were with? Yes, you did. It was your ex-girlfriend and you were fucking me. No, what? What's the most sensitive Wait, part whoa, of your whoa, body? Whoa, 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 what? Yeah, that happened early on. I called on. you Katie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, very, like, very early. In that room that you had, that tiny oh. room with the giant fireplace. Oh, where my God, like Caitlin, I hope you're listening degrees. to this right now. That's amazing. Uh, what's the most sensitive part of your body? Uh, my nipples, obviously. Have you ever dated two girls at the same time? Uh, yeah, doing it right now. <laughs> have you ever been uh, caught masturbating? My mom caught me once. If you could only have one type of sex for the rest of your life, would you choose oral, anal, or regular? Jeez, that's a good question. <laughs> regular. I love okay. regular sex. Yeah? Yeah. Anal is fun. You know what? I've got to think. Like, here's the thing I'd like to say. Put your finger in the air if you have something you'd really like to say. My finger's in the air. I have a thing about (laughs) anal. Here's my thing about anal right now that I'm noticing about anal. Yeah. Is once it's in, it feels like you're just fucking air. Is it tight around the grip and then wide open inside? Yeah. But here's the thing. If you, if, if like I need the tightness around my head. Right. Like the t- a tight grip around my the, the, base. the base of my shaft. Got it. That's not really doing much in terms of like stimulating me. Yeah. So like once I'm inside, like deep in an ass. Yeah. I- I'm just fucking air. So what is the turn on? Is there like I a- don't know. I really don't know. Does you still, en- but do you still enjoy making fuck in the butt? Yes. Making fun in the- fuck in the butt is <laughs> still very fun. But I've just been noticing while I'm making the fuck, hey, this is not like making fuck in the vagina. <laughs> no? No, it's a little different. Because in the vagina, there's like, it just feels like there's um, like, like, like mushy, moist, mushy walls cushiony. cushioning in on mm. the, yeah. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> um, I wouldn't know that. <laughs> Do you prefer me wearing makeup or none at all? I, I really despise makeup, actually. I can't believe that's a, a question. A little bit of mascara is nice, uh, but other than that, fuck off. Do you even know where <clears throat> mascara goes on Yeah, the it face? goes underneath your lips, right? 
It's it's a tiny it drawn on, in on goatee. Yeah, it goes on your gums, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this is the fucking dumbest. This is the worst foreplay we've done, but I love it. Let's okay, keep going. Um, and also, I am not even nearly close to make wanting to make fuck <laughs> from these questions. Would you be angry if you saw? Oh, I hate this question. Would you be angry? Would you be angry if you saw me making out with a really hot girl? Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think. Have you? Uh, what's more important, boobs or butt? Uh, oh, well, I like them both equally. Mm-hmm. I do. I really do like them both equally. I am. I am like I innately am drawn to breasts um but i love a good butt yeah yep um do my feet turn you on <laughs> actually they do my feet do yeah you have really nice feet oh thank you, you and you have I- immaculate hands <laughs> i don't know if they're as immaculate as they once were when you lied to me about a hand modeling job that was potentially for me um when was the last time you went to a strip club that's my last question uh, it was in August of last year uh, in Vegas. Oh, mm-hmm. did you get a lap dance? Uh, no, I was. I was. I'm so poor, <laughs> dude. I go to the strip club and I'm like, "Fuck, I can barely ex- afford the beer in here." Isn't it like twenty bucks to get a lap dance? Uh, I don't know. It's always too too expensive for well, me. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. I have to plan a stagette party for my little sister's wedding, which is coming up very soon. We're going to be in Hinton, Alberta, which oh, is... shit. I guarantee you there's going to be a top-notch strip club there. Well, I'm in charge of, of scheduling the bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, I can't really tell if I should go in that, that direction mm-hmm. or if I should do something really wholesome. I don't know. Get, like, fucking get nasty. But what if she doesn't enjoy it? Should I ask her if she's she- ever, like put dollar bills in a stripper's thong yeah she'll, who doesn't enjoy that but i should get her a male stripper well i don't know yeah sure what's the hottest costume for I'll a male it. stripper that's fucking weird yeah now i want to make fuck no no <laughs> let's turn this bus around can we can we not yeah i don't know hinton alberta uh if you're from there if you know um or if you're just a volunteer firefighter or you need to make an extra buck because there haven't many many fires this season yeah um i'm Re- sure reach out to us yeah <laughs> turn me on podcast at gmail.com um <clears throat> all right well let's uh that, that was fun let's move forward um all right <clears throat> before we get to our brain boner AKA the question. If you're just tuning in for the first time, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, go back to our previous episodes. They're they're much better to the, up to this point. Are you kidding me? That was fun. It was fun. Um, but uh, generally, we have people write into us, and uh, they write in with questions. But before we get to the brain boner, uh, I want to I want to bring up something that someone wrote in. Uh, which addresses something that came up in past episodes. Now, Bridie, you know that I was feeling a little bit self-conscious about me bringing up the um, the spit play. Spit play. And then I told the world I was feeling a little self-conscious about it. And then I had actually a number of people write me and say... A number of people? How yeah, many is a number? Uh, two. Uh, <laughs> that is a number. It is a number. And they were like, hey, listen, don't be ashamed. It's all good. So everybody has their, you know, different strokes for different folks. Uh, own your shit. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I've been, I try to preach that in my everyday life. Own your shit. 
So I'm owning it now. And actually, we had a, a listener write in, and uh, she she was trying to help me kind of own my shit with the spit play. Just listen to the split, spit play episode, and oh my god, such a huge turn on. I've always been really into sloppy oral and making out, but recently a new partner came on my back and then licked it up and spit it in my mouth. Definitely had the same thought as you. Like, this is kind of gross, but so fucking hot. Anyway, great episode. Listened to it at work and it really got me going. Had to call him up for some afternoon delight. I love the show. Keep it up. Well, there you go. That's a... You're not alone. That's a move. That Oh, that is a move. Yeah. I... Uh, do you think it, like... How do you think that worked? Do you think he came on her back and then went, went like... And then turned her around? No, he probably used to... And went up to her and went, open up. And she was like, what? And he was like, open no. up. And she's like, open up. And he's like, open up. He was like, knock, knock. She was like, who's there? And he's like... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyhow, I think that that is, uh, pretty hot in the moment, I would say. I would say so too. Yeah, but I always thought, God, it was under the impression, oh, I just spit all over this microphone. I was, um, always under the impression that Oh, God, that the stop, minute- I want to make fuck. <laughs> 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 that as soon as the guy came, they were done with, that they were like, kind of immediately ashamed. So I can't imagine coming... A guy coming and then that's going bullshit. in for it? No, no, no. That That's a thing that, well, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but for me, maybe not that's ashamed, something that like, happens like, very rarely when I'm jerking off by myself in a corner, okay, alone, but- hunched over and crying. <laughs> that's the only time I ever feel that feeling. Okay. <laughs> Oftentimes when I come, I'm like, I come and I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's a, Well, actually, I say that every time I come, I go, Ugh. Yeah. And then how many times do you lap it up? Uh, I haven't done that yet, but I might after reading that. Really? Fr- I might. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'll do that. It's funny because I take vitamins every day and one of them is vitamin D. It's a liquid form and it, it actually, the texture. It looks it just l- like cum. It tastes like cum. Yeah. It, oh, it, it tastes like No, it, it doesn't taste it. it. The texture is. It's yeah. really weird. It looks like cum. Not like my cum though. My cum is uh, non-existent. So I, really, I'm not going to be doing this lapping <laughs> it up. It's ghost thing. cum. It's ghost cum, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like when it comes out. Ooh. And you're so like, I'm like, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> well, there's a lot this time. Yeah. It's funny because one of the questions I skipped over was, um, have the neighbors ever like gotten you in trouble for coming too hard? But it was probably... I had probably Rob complain. Our, our neighbor downstairs came up and was like, uh, can you guys put some like things under your bed like uh soft things for the legs of your bed and i was like oh sorry dude <laughs> soft things <laughs> yeah. like some tennis balls yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> tennis balls on the legs of the bed holy it's, fuck it's just flying oh around my the god room. okay so before we get to the um the brain boner for mm-hmm. the episode yep there's one other thing i want to read okay. it's another lost in translation moment Ah. So uh, if you if you're just tuning into this for your first episode, we've we've done this in the last uh, I think last two episodes. People writing in about lost in translation moments during sexy time. So this is coming in from uh, uh, Haley. Hey, sexy people, listening to your episode 18 and hearing about the lady who had a slight mishap in the dirty talk department with her Quebec pal reminded me of a similar situation I had when I was traveling in Thailand. I was 19 and pretty sexually inexperienced at the time. 
However, I was hooking up with a 26-year-old who had been in the game for a while. He was basically my sexual Gandalf, teaching me how to be more open in the bedroom. One night, we were hooking up, and he asked me to tell him what I wanted him to do to me. I looked up to him and whispered, I want you to be inside me. He looked at me with a very confused expression and said, Okay, uh, I don't know if I can do that when I'm hard. Give me a minute. (laughs) Now, I may have been a bit naive, but I'm pretty sure being hard is a perfect opportunity to be inside me. Long story short, he thought I had asked him to pee inside me. We laughed, and it was awesome. Love y'all. Keep kicking ass. Cheers. I wonder if that's someone's king for real. Oh, God. What? I feel like that would hurt. Being peed inside of? I guess. I don't know. Would that hurt you? Uh, I don't think it would hurt me. Really? No. It wouldn't, like, burn? Uh, no. I can't imagine. Sometimes pee burns when it comes out of me. Mm, you might want to get that checked. <laughs> no, it's like when I'm really dehydrated, my, my piss is kind of stingy. Uh-huh. You still. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I got checked last week. I'm clear. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's funny. I had someone tell me once that they were trying out Dirty Talk with a new partner. Yeah. And um, he, <clears throat> he was really new at it and really unsure about it. And he was like, okay, uh, I want to bite your labia oh god and there was like a long pause and then the record stopped (laughs) (laughs) and that was the end of that sex okay that 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 time okay um hit us with a brain boner bride the fuck is up with female orgasms that's the name of this um this email from sophie Hey guys, I'm Sophie. I'm in my early 20s and I've always been open and understanding about all things sexual. One could say I'm the slutty friend, but have no problems with that. Like many of your listeners, I've always felt that as long as sex is safe, it can be just that, sex. With that attitude, while in college, I went on rampages and hiatuses with sex. At some points, I had long-term relationships and sex with the same partner, and at others, I was sleeping with more than one stranger in a weekend. I've explored choking, threesomes, anal, etc., etc., and I've had a pretty good idea of what I'm into. I've masturbated plenty, and I'm usually the one who knows me best. With that said, I'm not sure if I've ever had an orgasm. When I googled it in the past, a female orgasm is defined as tensing of all the muscles, a flood of warmth, basically paralysis, yada yada. And although at times I've had mind-blowing sex, I can't recall a time where I was out of commission in refraction or climax from it. I know the female orgasm is ever-elusive, subjective, and completely unique from the male orgasm, but I figured maybe you could hash it out and compare it with other listeners who may also be in the dark. What does it feel like for different people? Am I fucking missing a step? Tips? Tricks? I've squirted more times than I can count, but as far as I'm concerned, coming slash finishing and squirting are not the same things. Who knows? A million thanks for everything you do. Um, Go fuck yourself, Sophie. Uh, I love, I love that. Um, I so squirting is not the same as an orgasm. No, they're two different things. Doesn't even feel remotely the same. Right. Well, I know that squirting kind of sometimes feels like peeing, or the sensation of downward pressure. Right. Okay. It feels like, and if you relax, I think that there, you do kind of pee in um when you're squirting. Mm -hmm. Um, for me. 
man, for me, the range of in orgasm can be so subtle to like so intense, um, often more subtle because for me, an orgasm de- depends like if I'm doing it by myself, uh, it might depend on my mood or whatever, or like my method, but, uh, it usually depends on like the amount of, uh, consistency and rhythm, uh, or I don't know if that's accurate to say. I don't know how to describe it. It is elusive. Yeah. I mean, if I was going to describe... There is a contracting that happens, a contracting and expanding yeah. pretty rapidly. I think you would mm-hmm. feel that probably around a, a penis if it was inside of a vagina when it was orgasming. Which, and the, the same thing happens with a, with a penis. Like, when I orgasm, it's uh, it's like, it goes... And then I'm like, wee! And then my penis is going, wow, wow, wow. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> I think that's what she wanted us to do, was to exp- explain it through noises. <laughs> So mine's like, wow, wow. <laughs> it's more Here's like the sound of the universe being, <laughs> being started, just ohm. Actually, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, fuck. So, okay. So, like, so when you come, Bridie. Yeah. Um, I know you said that it's like kind of a spectrum. Yeah. But, like, say you have, like, a, a good orgasm. Like, not, not top, top, like, you know, grade A. Yeah. And not like a, meh, it was okay. Yeah. But like a, just a good like, hey, I feel satisfied with that one. Yeah. Kind of orgasm. Yeah. Do you feel it only in your um, vagina region? No, no, or do you feel it full body? Yeah, I would say it's definitely full body. <laughs> and like incapacitating for maybe like paralysis she mentioned, like there's definitely like if I really succumb to it, really surrender to it, like in a full body kind of way, mm-hmm. it's like... um. It's like, like you're spent. Like yeah, <sighs> it's like if yeah, when it's over, your whole body relaxes mm. because it's like your whole body goes into my whole body goes into like 
some kind of contraction and I definitely I, I guess identify with that sensation of warmth also all over the body mm. um I know that I think uh oh man I noticed when Becca when Becca has like a really good orgasm she has to curl up like into fetal position huh. yeah it's like That's an automatic like go on the side curl up it's so funny because I have a real like ref frame of reference for like a male orgasm, but not really that many for a female orgasm. Yeah, male orgasm is pretty like standard. It's pretty standard, like like primal. I had sex with somebody once who had literally no cum face and no change of facial expression, or like I honestly. He was hiding it. Was he was he premature ejaculating? No. Really? No. Huh. So it, he would come. He'd be like, we're having sex, we're having sex, we're having sex. Okay, I'm done. Thank you. Yeah. Well, what? no, it would just be like, it was a lot more silent than that. Right. Well, not- I mean, we were doing a podcast, so I had to like <laughs> fill, I had to fill the dead air. Uh, yeah, no. And then, and then I, and then I would be like, oh, uh, like a few minutes later, like, I hope wow. that was, I hope that felt good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, this might be a question for our resident. Sex X. Yeah, uh, whose name we still forget. Uh, I think it's Susan, maybe, or Stephanie. It's not or Susan. I should, we're God just being damn it. lazy about that. We should really that. look it up. Uh, and hey, if, if you're out email. there and you heard that question, um, that, that brain boner, and you're like, oh, I know how to describe my orgasm down to a T, write us a message. You can get at us at termionpodcast at gmail.com or go to our website and there's a contact us form on the, the webpage there. And hey, fuck, while we're at it, uh, head on over to our website at that same contact us form. There's a future guest form. If you want to be on the show yeah. and talk about your or- orgasms, mm-hmm. we'd love to have you on. Yeah. Uh, you can fill that out there. Uh, well, let's throw it to our guest today. Alrighty. Uh, we sit down, we talk to Ryan. Uh, he is the uh, co-founder, I guess, no, just the founder, yeah. but he, his wife kind of helps him out on the side. Yep. Founder of Babylon Leather, mm-hmm. uh, a kinky leather company, uh, just launched their brand new website, babylonleather.com. Uh, That's B-A-B-A-L-O-N, leather. Ah. And uh, it's fucking cool stuff. He's got some really, really cool shit. And I like the, uh, the link between, you know what, this episode's really interesting because like, we do talk about sex with, with Ryan. Yeah. But holy fuck. There was a lot of like, we were just jamming on like tarot cards and oh, magic yeah. with a K and. Totally. And. and Alistair and Crowley. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Crowley. Crowley. Yeah. And we brought back the, we're just talking a little bit about the word whore, the whore of Babylon for those of you who uh, read the Bible. Yeah. So uh, uh, the, let's uh, put your hands together for yes, yes. Everybody clap! Everybody clap for <laughs> put Ryan. Put your hands together. <laughs> we'll see you on the other side. Yeah, Low yeah. Tide. The smell of sex is—it's uh, it, definitely a distinct smell. Like, especially if you've had like multiple sessions in one room, like overnight, 
and then like the next morning and then you like the, the door shut windows are closed you get up you go to the bathroom and then you come back in the room and you're like oh jesus christ it's pungent it's in fucking here. funny funny Smells story hot. about that yeah <laughs> yeah um uh me and me and my wife actually um have have been doing the third for for quite a while now and this was one of the our very first very successful threesomes that we had and it was many many moons ago um we uh were gifted a free uh night at a hotel oh or yeah, it was, and uh, we were like, "Oh, this is this is great and stuff." So um, uh, the girl was was over, and our plan was to go out dancing and then just kind of go back to the hotel. We had the the run of you know the rumor. It was away from home, so it had that kind of like staycation kind of feel. And it always, was, it was, it was hotel it was sex is yeah. always so yeah, yeah. fun. Yeah. So we're going to a goth night. Uh, that's uh, they don't even have it anymore. But uh, we we so we're all dressed up and we show up uh, with our voucher and uh, we're dressed up like rock stars, like all you know leather chains the whole the whole bit and uh we we get there and we we check in i I drop down my my credit card because they need it just uh, on file in case we do any damage to the room and so we uh we go up to the room you know uh you know hot goth chick on on either arm and i'm feeling like a rock star nice uh we we go out dancing we go back uh and then uh we're checking out the next morning and um we uh we're the, the things they have to go check the room to make sure everything's good because i mean we didn't pay anything for the room so they could just like whatever we're mm. trash the trash the hotel and leave um <laughs> so a guy that i i knew from from a while back uh that i went to high school with um and uh i i knew he was he was uh you know he was a bit, like perverted in a way like i i, I knew him and uh, he was the one that was going to check our room. <laughs> and the smell of sex was, was definitely heavy in the air. But on top of that, there was uh, energy drinks and an empty, empty bottle of absinthe in the Ooh. room. <laughs> oh, he just comes down and is like, Ryan, you it was tricky, at, tricky. And the, the, I know, I know what was going through his head. And it was, it was all that and more. It was, it was a good night. But it was, just, it, was, it was kind of just icing on the cake that, that I got to kind of, you know. Then, then I, it, it was a little... little Virtual it, high five. It's I think. an art piece it, it on was. display. It, it was. It for was. someone that you like and respect. An art piece. That definitely knew what piece. was up. So yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Well, um, uh, I love, I love that we just dived into this. We didn't even like say hi, hi Ryan, like hi, you know, <laughs> hi like, Ryan, hi guys, how's Welcome it going? To um, the studio. Uh, we, uh, you are a. Uh, how did we we met at Spana. a sex party? A sex party. Yeah, yeah. that's right. We um, we chatted a little bit because you guys you guys were just uh, ta- I was I was a listener before that, and you guys were talking about going, and I was just it, we had already attended one previous. Ah, um, uh, And I think right. it was it was our second or third one. I think. and you were giving Jeremy advice about it, and it was that's it, right. I I was wear actually, footwear. I, yeah, I was like I, I was like, what do I wear remember. on my feet? Yeah, it's yeah, it, it can get messy. It can yeah, get messy for sure. <laughs> um, so you you are uh, you're what would you title it? Like a leather maker? Um, it's leather it's worker? it's it's hard. It's leather workers is one. Um, I I prefer leather smith. Ooh, leather has, has kind of that. I prefer leather smith. Yeah, I like that. So you deal with like leather. Um, you you create like leather collars. Um, uh, do you like do sort of like straps like for spanking and stuff like that? Uh, I I actually have a little bit of stuff. I know the listeners can't can't uh, see anything here, but um, it's funny because a lot of uh, your previous guests have either uh, worn my stuff at uh, events. Uh, we we've done the the sex show, uh, the everything to do with sex show, uh, the last three years. Um, okay. 
and uh, we've had we call them Babylon girls. Uh, mm-hmm. Babylon leather is Babylon your, leather. Yes, is your yes. company right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, I, I hope it's okay to say this, but I think you've like like banged a bunch of our past guests as well. Like, is that, <laughs> is that like... I was told not to uh, oh, not sure. to uh, <laughs> drop names, uh, okay, but right. we we've had encounters. We'll say what percentage of our guests in our limited I don't even know because there was there was a few that I was like, oh, I think I know them, but um, but um, in the last little while, there was there's a few more added to the list. Yeah, and a... this is not. Yeah, yeah, this is you know. You're 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 involved in the kink community here in Halifax. Halifax is a small town. Yeah, um, and honestly, we we've actually been uh, exploring a lot more lately, uh, um, just in the the past few years. And it, it I it, honestly, it has a lot to do with me starting Babylon Leather because of um, I used to work with uh, another company, like a supply company, okay. and. Um, that was before I actually started doing, I was just doing, you know, wallets and, and dog collars and, and leashes and things like that. Uh, and then this company actually had, a, I don't know if I want it. They're, they're very uh, conservative, so I don't want to name, anybody knows the only place to get leather stuff here. So everybody, listeners would Let's know. Let's call anyway. it um, Geese Leather. <laughs> Geese oh Leather Emporium. God. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably one in in, uh, in Quebec. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, so you start, so you were working with this company and then just selling just retail as retail. Yeah. Uh, and from there we, we actually did the sex show, uh, would have been four years ago, I believe now. Uh, and then I had a few, a few kinky things that I had made just for personal use. Like I I had a a paddle and, uh, I had like a little leather cincher that I made like the night before or something like that. And what's a cincher? A cincher is, is like a, a corset. Okay, great. Uh, but it's just, it's in like an underbus corset, I guess. Just around your waist. Just around of? the waist. And okay. it's just kind of, yeah, like an underbus corset, basically. It doesn't, it doesn't have the, Cover the boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was very, um, it was a very quick design. It was on a mannequin. So you didn't really, it, you know, it kind of didn't push and pull in the right places. So it didn't really look good on an actual human body. But the, the um i guess the potential was there yeah. mm. and uh people were going by and were like oh how much for, how much for that how much for the cuffs how much for the paddle and i was like it's it's not for sale and i couldn't actually sell them i couldn't even put a price on them because it was a conflict of interest right. and i was like there is a market here and mm. um i mean um ka as i can i can call her my my wife ka she's okay. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah like a um, crow we we're, we're um yeah exactly mm-hmm. she's very very into crows um we we're we're pretty consider ourselves fairly kinky uh mm-hmm. and uh we we had a little little bit of um uh fun just kind of making stuff and uh she has a pet play collar that i've that i've made her that she likes wearing and she actually had it on the night that uh, you guys would have uh ah. met her. Mm-hmm. um and i'm trying to think uh i don't think she had her maybe she did i don't know if you guys can remember uh did she have uh i made a little uh kitten mask i'm not sure yes. if she had it you, i had i had my mask you had yours on i know yeah, that yeah. for sure it was fucking rad it looked super cool <laughs> half an hour beforehand yeah yeah um, yeah that's right you said that yeah yeah, yeah. it was very very last minute and it, it's uh, i'll just admit right now i'm i'm a, a horrible procrastinator and i'm, I'm working on it mm-hmm. <laughs> later um, yeah and it was it. actually i was yeah, yeah i was actually surprised i was i was a little early so for the for this <laughs> so this so when when did that leap happen of going from like working with this company to going all right i'm gonna like i'm gonna dive into this and actually start making leather for the the kink community well, it was it was funny. Um, um, I'm I'm 
I love Society Best Debt, uh, but I'm I'm actually we are not full fledged members. We're um, we have a sponsorship um, agreement with them, but I don't even think it's on their website. But it's like, and that's another thing. Uh, um, I've been talking to uh, Venus Envy, for example, and I'm just very bad at getting stock enough stock. I do a lot of like custom orders, right. and that's kind of my main bread and butter. Hmm. Um, so is that what you do for a living? No, okay, I actually so- draw children's cartoons. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> I love that. And also, uh, uh, it's it's right here in Halifax, and I can't name the company because they are also very uh, conservative. And, sure, uh, of course, and, of course. Uh, As yeah, yeah. You, sex and children, you don't want to combine those those <laughs> topics. It's well, you know, it's funny when I was working at Excitement Video in Lower Sackville <laughs> when I was a teenager, I was also at the exact same time. Uh, teaching at Neptune Theater School for the summer camps for children, and uh, should it you would, be saying that? Oh, who gives a fuck? That's yeah. yeah. Honest, honestly, I can say too. And and every time you mentioned excitement video on the podcast, I wanted to like shout out like a comment on that because uh, now here's another. I, I can't say the ratio of of your guests, um, but here's another ratio for you. When we got married um, in uh, two thousand in two thousand nine, um, I think was. I think it's three quarters of our wedding party has worked at Excitement Video <laughs> or, or managed or managed. Yeah. Oh, so amazing. Uh, me and my wife have both worked there. Uh, she Get was the fuck uh, out of here. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Qu- Quimple Road. No way. OK, cool. Sweet. And uh, I, I, I just worked part time there. She was actually uh, an assistant manager. One of our. Um, um, <laughs> Wait, did you guys meet there? No, no. <laughs> that would be amazing. That'd no, be amazing. we didn't. Um, where we oh. met. Uh, now, I want to save our engagement story for when you actually have her on. Because okay, uh, okay. I was going to say, are we going to get her on? I, I, she, yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's dealing with uh, a little bit of a uh, uh, strep throat right now, so oh. she's on. She's yeah, full of antibiotics and stuff like that right now, so she's still recovering. So, well, let's let's come back to the leather. So you you decide to you decide to do this yourself. Yeah. Um and. Was that like was that transition pretty easy? It was because I saw the market for it right away when people people were walking by the booth uh, at the sex show when we we're when we we're with the other company the supply company uh, and people were like oh you know I, I will give you like two hundred dollars for that and I'm, I'm like no I I want to give it to you but I can't because it's a conflict of interest mm-hmm. and I knew there was a market for it. And uh, I've always been interested in in rope bondage for a long time, but never actually experimented with it. And that is kind of the original inspiration for doing the harnesses. Uh, now, I wanted to do... I've, I've seen a couple of, uh, you know, usually you think uh, like a leather harness, you think of the kind of uh, club scene, you know, uh, mostly male, gay, yeah. uh, that that kind like of thing. Chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, chest, yeah, chest yeah. harness, which actually I have something like that with me today because I brought a few of them. I know the listeners can't see it, but uh, I mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. We, we can pull it out after and do a little like sort of show and tell. Yeah, Cool, cool. Um, but, uh, what I wanted to do, um, I wanted to do, I started off doing a lot of more, uh, female harnesses and it was more of, I wanted to kind of have an esoteric, um, angle to it. So I brought everybody, everybody that uh, is listening that knows me will, uh, kind of get a lot. I a, am psyched about this. <laughs> I was wondering what that was. This is, uh, the Thoth tarot deck and, and pretty much every harness that I've designed for Babylon leather has a connection to a card of this tarot deck. So the Thoth? Thoth, yes. And so what is that? Is that like a very specific uh, Um, tarot card? It's uh, the Thoth tarot deck is just the name of the deck itself. Okay. It's it's actually designed by Aleister Crowley. (gasps) Yes. Now... He's like the king of witches. 
he he's is that he's not very, accurate he is i don't know maybe he a lot a lot of his uh ideas are are stolen uh from other people but also a lot of people steal from him as well yeah uh he was a turn of the century uh occultist uh and i say crowley uh and it's funny because yeah my my wife has a big thing for crows uh but not because of that it's because that's actually how you pronounce name even ozzy in in you know mr mr crowley yeah he says it wrong so yeah see um my mama told me about him she was once a practicing Wiccan. Mm -hmm. And she actually, while she was pregnant with one of my siblings, spent the night, I feel like he was around, but maybe he's dead. Maybe maybe I got my wires crossed, but in Stonehenge. And it was like something that organized, maybe in his name or around. I'm totally fucking he's, Well, he was, he was from Britain. Yeah. Um, and he and spent a long... He's, yeah, he spent a long time in uh, Scotland. Um uh, his actual estate that he performed a lot of rituals and things like that, where it was on the banks of the the Loch Ness. Okay, okay. I, I, and Jimmy Jimmy Page actually owned that that house, but it it burnt down a few few years ago. So okay, he, I'm 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 just, just I just want to clarify, we're not talking about the the guy who like started the Satanic Church. No, that's Anton Lavey. Okay, Anton Lavey. Anton Lavey took a lot of um, uh, basic principles uh, okay. in his in the Satanic Bible okay. uh, from Aleister Crowley. Okay, cool, sweet. Uh, but at the same time, there's there's another uh, there's a French writer um, uh, Rabelais who who took his 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 main right. maxim is do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law and the whole idea is That's behind so it us. it's yeah yeah and it's uh, the whole idea is uh, that if everybody kind of meditated on their their true will and found their true path in life that no like every every man and woman is a star like everybody wouldn't converge there wouldn't be no conflict and everybody would just kind of do their mm. their thing huh. but at the same time like he was he was very eccentric and he was very charismatic too uh, and because of that he kind of took uh, full advantage of that I guess and there's um probably had sex with a lot of women he did he was actually uh he was at the when he was active i guess he was he was uh born uh just before the turn of the century is 1875 so around you know the the early 1900s was when he was kind of coming of age and um he had a lot of banned poetry that was that was homoerotic huh. uh, because he was bisexual and hmm. and uh it was kind of not cool to be out back then right, right. so um so how yeah. does how does the leather um that you make relate to the the tarot cards uh well the name babylon actually comes from uh now here's a here's a little <laughs> connection uh i'm a big uh big fan of numbers i don't know if you you know that the number 23 and and the the movie with jim carrey yep, he's, 23, he's haunted yeah. by the number 23 uh my number is 11 and uh the 11th that's, card that's our number Eleven, eleven. We got married at eleven, eleven. August eleventh, two thousand eleven. Yep. At eleven, eleven. We tried to, but uh, we were a little late. We got married at twelve, but we were actually married <laughs> on August twenty ninth, two nine eleven, two thousand nine. So close. Ah, there you go. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we actually, we have a lot of, uh, times that, that numbers followed us and, uh, my, my birth number, uh, if you add up all the digits of not, well, that numerals of the, yeah, yeah. um, it's, I'm, would be the numerical 11 hmm. and, uh, my mom, uh, who is, <laughs> it's funny, very, very religious, very Christian. Um, she went to a psychic one time, <laughs> which is, whoa, I know yeah. very, very, yeah. I guess. 
hypocritical. She's like, well, I'm just going to test it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and her her number is also 11. And um, the psychic was taken aback by that because it's apparently it's it's one of the master numbers and it's uh, it's very rare. Because uh, okay. if you when you add up all the digits of your your number, um, I mean. You know, I I take this stuff with a grain of salt. Like I I, yeah. I study astrology, but I know that it's it's you know it's a pseudoscience. I'm I'm aware of that, but it's still very interesting. It's more like a I love that. See, I love I love that. I love when when I hear someone who's like who acknowledges that because I'm I'm very like I'm very like science based. So like when Brian is like oh the chakras. The way I look at it is I go well I roll my eyes as like a kind of a joke to Bridie. Um, but you know, I'm a, I'm a fucking yoga teacher and there's a lot of that stuff that comes with the trainings and there's, you know, things like astrology and, and meridian lines and chakras and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff, like charging crystals under the full moon. Like part of me looks at it and goes, well, come on. I mean, it's not, there's nothing like, there's nothing actually like, like there's nothing behind this that is actually, um, you know, based in any sign of any, any, any form of fact. However, it's super fascinating and to like totally. look at it and, and take that and like incorporate it into your life and allow it to affect you like that's totally the way it, the it, way I think I mean? about it I, th- I think about it this I think there's a little bit of influence there uh, when you think of the stars and and I mean if you look at I'm a Pisces and my, my ruling Me planets too. are, are uh, Neptune and, and Jupiter uh, now you know I think of that and I'm like okay these these are heavenly bodies that you know rotate around the Sun you know like not light years but many many you know, millions of miles away. Mm. Um, now, but you think of the moon and the moon controls the tides of, mm-hmm. of earth. And we are what? 90% water. I don't know what the exact uh, ratio is. Uh, and you know, women's menstrual cycles closely follow the same cycle as the moon. So that's why the moon is the natural, like feminine aspect. Well, I mean, there's Venus, but, but you know what I mean? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's, there's a connection there. Yeah. And then you think of the sun. Um, the sun has a way of, I mean, it, it, gives us life for one um yeah literally like i mean we wouldn't live if, yeah and yeah. and and it controls the wind mm-hmm. here here on earth and so much of what we do experience is right <laughs> just about us making meaning mm-hmm. out of things yeah that don't have meaning yeah. right and i was so, i was always a, a a big fan of mythology growing up yeah. and the whole idea of the the basis uh for certain um, stories tell stories because uh, it helps you make sense of why you're here exactly yeah and uh, it provides comfort and it provides uh, guidance sometimes if they're really like you know there's mm-hmm. there's some good shit yeah, that lessons, came out of all that all this stuff yeah okay here's a, here's a little connection to um, I'm the Thoth tarot deck Thoth um, is the Egyptian um, god of wisdom um, that's that's kind of where he he got the name of of this deck. So there's a lot of Egyptian overtones to this, okay. but there's Kabbalah, just Jewish mysticism. He's studying the Orient. This talking about uh, Crowley here <laughs> with mm-hmm. the um, all the different aspects kind of put into this. And I think um, I mean I'm I'm an animator. I, I animate as a as a my daytime job. Um, so I appreciate the the artistry of the of the cards. Uh, they're all paintings that were it i I painted over a span of i think five or six years or something like that Mm. for the 78 cards of this deck but i wanted to show you this card because this is actually where the the brand name came from um it is card number 11 just kind of put it out there Mm -hmm. whoa lust is this babylon this is babylon uh now it's uh i love that that beautiful card 
which is a naked woman riding the beast of the apoc- apocalypse. Oh, we fuck. need a photo yeah, of this dude. for the And you see, you see she's holding the chalice that looks uh, very, very much like uh, uh, a clitoris. That would make a really <laughs> sick tattoo. Put it on your list, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so oh, wow. the significance of that card... Um, now, uh, Alistair Crowley considered himself a magician, um, but the magic he he performed, I guess, uh, was ritual magic uh, with the uh, Order of the Golden Dawn. It was which uh, um, a society that he sort of took over and disbanded in a way. He kind of shook things up, but he used magic in a way that um, when he. When he would refer to magic, he would put a K in the end. So if you ever mm. see that, and a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of Wiccans uh, do it too, uh, and it really separates ceremonial magic uh, from the you know guy in the top hat, mm-hmm. like rabbit yeah, yeah. at a house. Yeah, right, right, right. So right. it's it's um, and now he says, um, I'm trying to think of the exact uh, definition of magic. It's uh, causing change in conformance to the will. Uh, so it's your true will. You're making something happen that you want to happen, but only if it's, it, it's kind of a, a cop out because it's kind of like, oh, like if something happens, it's because that's God willed it to do. Yeah. But he's kind of taking that away from God and saying that we are, we every, are every, every person is, manifestors is their own God. Do you, do you practice magic? Um, <sighs> magic with I, a K, not it, magic with a C. It's, I guess I'm, I dabble, I guess. Yeah. Uh, like I, I read tarot cards, uh, I and would. that was, <laughs> we can, we can get to that. <laughs> um, but that's what I was going to say just on the, the whole astrology thing. Um, uh, whenever I do a tarot reading, uh, I always kind of give the disclaimer that I don't think of it as, as fortune telling. It's not divination per se. Mm. Um, what I really think of it as the, the tarot is supposed to be a book of the universe. It's supposed to represent all of the different forces and, and influences in the universe. And it's a, it's the universe kind of in a 78 card pack. Right. Uh, excuse me. And so um, what I do is when I do a reading, I think of, I have like a relationship with every one of the cards, meaning they mean a certain thing to me mm-hmm. um, personally. And they, that would, you know, if, if you had a tarot deck, you'd, you'd kind of develop, develop a relationship with it yourself. Yeah. Um, so when I do a reading, um, I think of it as, think of it as people you know. And then when you do a reading, it's a party. So you have, you know, a party of a couple of people and you can say, okay, those two people aren't going to get along there's going to be a fight at the end of the night because I just, I didn't know those people. They're, they're just, mm. they're just a personality clash or whatever. It's like those two are going to hook up. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's, it's kind of that way. And it, it really just kind of gives you an idea of the kind of influences, but it, it really makes you think yourself about the influences affecting your life at any given time. And, and the question that you have that you want answered. Hmm. And it really just gives you perspective mm-hmm. because you're going to relate to the cards differently than, than how I would. Yeah. Uh, so you kind of fill in the blanks there. So you're really answering your own question. You're just getting a little help of the perspective. And that's kind of the magic <clears throat> quotation marks. You yeah. can't see it because, yeah. Of, yeah. So that's that's kind of my take on it. And I just find, I find something new in the cards every time I, I read them or, mm-hmm. or study them. And I just always found it fascinating. How So how does this directly come back into the leather that you create. Well, that's why I brought a few harnesses. Yeah. Uh, because I wanted to show you the very first uh, design that I made. 
Oh my god, I just realized this is probably like picking at your wand. Yeah. Oh my Potter. god, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Cuz I I don't know how your deck works and how you work with your deck, but I was wondering is what sort of thing could we do here cuz like I really want to interact with this deck in some way. Yeah. I am not superstitious in the fact that, you know, nobody else can touch your tarot deck. That is you can mm. handle <laughs> But like, can you do a tarot? Can you read? Can we do a tarot reading for this episode? Tell me what kind it's, of thing you would design. Is that for possible, me? or is it's, that a little fucky? Um, it it could be done. Uh, it'd be time consuming though. You'd, you'd it would be yeah, it'd like be a tarot a reading. A tarot reading itself uh, would probably take you know half hour, forty minutes. Uh, okay, so there's yeah. not like a sort of uh, like a well, just pick one card and then ooh, well, this is what it's, this means. Well, that yeah, I I mean I could do like a past, present, future, um, but there's it's funny because I, the eleven thing, um, I found a tarot spread that has eleven cards in it that I I use pretty much exclusively, so that is mm. that is my go to, and that's and um, yeah, it's I've had very good success with it. Um, I won't get into a lot of the personal things that w- I've discovered because and I guess in, inadvertently predicted. Mm. But it's it's been pretty creepy the okay. things that have happened because not because of the tarot reading but it's just you know it's it's um, how they relate and it's it's more of like, a confirmation bias it's like yeah. okay yeah. I, this is what I see and oh my god something like that happened and I'm like that's amazing uh, great it's kind I saw of creepy that. yeah yeah my mom told me that um, you can't buy your own tarot card someone has to buy them for you. Well, I bought mine on eBay, so it's, I don't know if that counts. It technically was somebody else's. Different ages. Different yeah, ages. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. There's a lot of superstition. Like, uh, I've heard, you know, you, you sleep with it under your pillow, things like that, to get the energy and to charge the energy. And it's like, honestly, I have a half a dozen different copies of the tarot deck. I have a travel one that's like this big. Nice. That I take with me um, places and stuff. So it's, it's, I don't know. I Like I said, it's a grain of salt, grain of salt that I take with all of it but i mm. still appreciate the the history behind it mm. um it's funny too because uh a good friend of mine uh actually said that uh if you think you know everything about something then you're wrong and that's mm. that's kind of the only true Love true that. belief that i that i think i really adhere to so this is the hanged man now usually when uh, people think oh that's that's a you know a bad card when they they think of the death card because mm. it's you know death uh death really just means change uh, and it's usually just change that um, um, you kind of have. To, it's like a transformation. Uh, now this card—it's kind of hard to see in, the, in this light. Your very sexy lighting that you have here. Now that card is uh, the Hanged Man, and it is a usually means sudden illness or death. But it usually is. Oh, that that sounds. That's intense. a pretty yeah. That that's kind of a bad card to get in a reading, just because it means it's kind of. Think of it as like a sacrifice that you that you have no choice but to make. Um, oh, there you go. Oh my god, my eyes. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. there we go. The hanged uh, man. Look at that. It's dude. Very, the, uh, I love this art. Very Jesus like. It's so, now, if yeah, you it's very if Jesus you look at the, it's it's kind of yes. not straight on, but that is the hanged man harness. So you see the kind of the okay. form, the figure of the body. Kind if of. If you're listening the, right now, head on over right now, this second, <laughs> head on over to uh, our Instagram page. And we will show. We'll have the the hanged man uh, harness there. Probably so have that see. side by side of the actual model wearing yeah, the harness. Yeah, that's a great and, idea. Yeah. And, the, and the car. That's uh, that's what I do on my Instagram Instagram account anyway. And that, that and this photo. Is, this is Ka, right? No, no, it's not. That's a oh. that's a photo she took. Uh, that was actually on the cover of Skin and Ink magazine. She's a photographer too. She's a photographer. What and a model. talented woman. 
beautiful gal. <laughs> uh, absolutely gorgeous. Um, That's not her. That's not her, no. But they, she looks, they look very similar. <laughs> they look very similar. There's, it's funny because um, um, it's a model that lives in, in Toronto right now, but there's a few pictures uh, uh, of shoots that they did together. And it's, cool. it's very sexy. I it's also it's funny because <laughs> we were just talking about some scarification that you saw on a man that is very similar to that pattern. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Are uh, you familiar with a four-chambered heart? Oh yes, yes. Yeah, the guy, I follow Vex Tape on uh, on Instagram. Yeah, she's amazing. She is amazing. And mm-hmm. so the, there's a guy. Uh, fuck, what's his name? The guy that's in a lot of them, and he's he's like clearly had his head pierced, mm-hmm. and he's got the scarification across his chest. Um, um, is it like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it is? No. What it's is an, it? It's an autopsy scar. <gasps> exact. That is it. That is it. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um. Actually, what is his name? Do you remember? I don't know. It's it's funny that you mentioned that because the uh, Owen. It's Owen. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't on know. Four Chamber Heart. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm, I have like kind of a crush on him. He's <laughs> a girl, a very, very uh, uh, attractive girl uh, that we know that's that lives away. Actually, has the uh, that tattooed. Oh, cool. Ah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So his is like scarification. It's yeah, like yeah. Hers is hers is a tattoo. It's really but intense. It's, but it's an autopsy. Yeah, it's yeah. Cool. It's an yeah. autopsy scar. Huh. Sweet. So, it, like, as as a leather smith. Mm-hmm. Um, how does leather play a role in your sex life? Um, the beauty of leather is that if you can if you can think of something that you can make with it, uh, like um, the, well, the beauty of it is really that uh, all of the harnesses that I make, uh, my wife has a prototype, so she gets gets all of them, which is kind of nice. Which is also good for um, uh, modeling and things like that, where she shoots a lot and um, being shot a lot as well. So I kind of get it get it out there. But um, we, I've made paddles that that uh, we use. I made a strap-on harness. Uh, that I was going to ask about strap-on yeah, yeah, yeah. harnesses. And it's funny too because um, the custom aspect of it is a big thing that really helps my business mm-hmm. uh, because um, I mean, just at the last uh, sex show, um, I had I had competition uh, from Montreal, and uh, you know, I I talked to the the person, and she's she's great. Uh, but the, the thing is they didn't have the leathersmith that, that they were selling their harnesses there uh, mm. with them. So my angle, uh, I mean, I had a home ice advantage because I was, I was local, but it was the fact that, you know, when, you know, the callers, I could make them on the spot. And mm. I kind of pushed that aspect of it where I had the, you know, my measuring tape around, like I was a tailor, but I was like a leather tailor, I guess. Um, but I had a lot of um, um, people asking, I mean, bigger ladies, for extra large strap-on harnesses because oh. they're not available, mm-hmm. and it's 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 a market. It's a niche. Yeah, it's a niche market. Do you guys use a strap-on in your in your own personal sexual relationship? Like, does Ka wear a strap-on? Uh, uh, yes, she does. But uh, oh, d- now is she using it on you, or is it more so with? Because I know you guys have um, a lot of. Uh, you guys are guest like, stars. Yes. Yeah, have a lot of like threesomes. Yeah. Yeah. What do you call them? Guest stars. Guest stars. I yeah, I fucking love that. <laughs> um, actually, I can't. I can't. That's. I listen to a lot of uh, so um, Savage Love. Yeah, yes. So that's that's kind of his. Uh, that's a good one. I like that. So, yeah. Did you know that Kai and I matched on Tinder and had a whole conversation? Ah, uh, yes, I did know that. All right. Well, I did know this too. That's mm-hmm. right. It was. It was funny. Uh, here's uh, one of our uh, our guest stars. Actually, uh, I won't name any names, um, but um, was a Tinder match uh, with with Ka. And uh, they they just kind of ghosted each other, I guess. They didn't know, like they didn't message back and forth. Uh, and then uh, I got 
a message from somebody asking uh, they had a collar that was gifted to them that didn't didn't fit them. They're like, can I get this adjusted? And I'm like, totally. Like, it's you know, a no charge or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I met her, and she was like, yeah, I, I totally uh, matched your wife because I, I just. I, it's it's kind of a, an easy, uh, I guess not really a pickup line, but kind of a conversation start. It's like, oh, do you know my wife? Because she's a photographer and a model, and mm. she's very attractive. So chances are, if you're attractive, you might know who she is. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, actually, I, I, I matched her on Tinder. And I'm like, hmm. And then yeah, I went so home, and I was thing. like, so. why aren't you chatting this girl up? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. I, I'm, I, like, and maybe we should save this conversation for when Kaz here, but, like, I'm... <laughs> I'm curious to know, like, the the sort of, the logistics of your guys' um, uh, guest star sort of relationships and, like, and like how that, how that all, f- how that formed and, like, how it's, how it's, how it's going and, and the, like, the challenges with that and the, the highs and the lows. Yeah, but maybe, maybe, we'll let's say that. Good, let's yeah, say yeah, that yeah, for yeah. when she comes on. Um, because Beck and I just, have just started exploring that mm-hmm. and uh and yeah it's just like it's an interesting thing and brownie and i've done it a little bit but like mm-hmm. yeah the i guess the the thing that i'll touch on just i mean you'll you'll save the the main meat of it i guess for the next time um but the the term that we've used for the longest time where i think we've evolved from it uh now but we used to be, consider ourselves unicorn hunters Mm. because mm. unicorn is the hot oh. bye babe so mm. unicorn hunter just sound really epic see and that that's kind of uh where our relationship i, I kind of differentiate from the the i didn't like the term unicorn hunter because it to me it denoted somebody that was looking for a sex toy basically mm. yeah like a you know an erotic just a piece of meat yeah yeah basically yeah. just to, to kind of fill in the blanks and to you know speak when you're spoken to and then you know run along home and don't mm. you know make a big deal of it um, our kind of take on it, uh, lately has been, we're looking for more of like a, um, a connection. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'll usually, usually the guest stars that we have, they're, they're good friends of ours. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, you know, it's like, oh, Hey, what are you doing? It's like, if you're, if you're into it, whatever. Um, and it's, it's a regular thing. It's like, we are somebody that you can actually go out and have a drink with afterward and you know it's not just the the sexual thing Mm -hmm. so it's it's kind of a more of a connection that we're looking for what about centaurs any men? Is that the, is that the technical term? <laughs> I don't know. I just I that fucking out. love that. Centaur. That, is, that is that is pretty awesome. That though. is good. <laughs> um, Centaur. Let me just say um, that is a conversation for the for when she's here. <laughs> but um, just for our listeners at home, uh, that one of your guests was one a of centaur? our first centaur. Ooh! Yes, I and I I know about this. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm aware of this. <laughs> he was on I, the podcast, and I messaged yes, him right away. Yes. I'm like, I met him. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I met him. He was naked. Uh, for and us. I'm sure I, at this point, everybody who listens to the podcast consistently is like, oh, I know who that is. Yeah, like, yeah. that just makes sense. Um, uh, but it was it was part of a, a duo thing. Um, yes. So right. it wasn't just it wasn't just him. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was, um, and that was actually one of the first times that we kind of had a centaur, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it, like I said, it was it was at uh, spa night, so it was it was very loose. And it, it's funny how you mentioned the uh, how you get in that uh, kind of overhearing you guys doing the uh, the foreplay. Yeah. Um, 
the talk, not not actual foreplay. Um, and you were talking about. Uh, seems like I was just creepily yeah. watching. Yeah, well, I watched you guys having that foreplay before we started recording. It was great. Thanks for the thanks for the free show. Thanks for the show. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, um, and um, just how you know when you're in that situation, you you will push your limits a little further just because mm. it's in a way it's peer pressure, but mm-hmm. it's I guess it's sexy peer pressure. Mm. Yeah, but it's also. I guess it's kind of it's sort of like a mob mentality I'd I'd say. Mm. And it's uh yeah. In your first and I guess like kind of one of the only centaur experiences. <laughs> oh, there's there's been a few cents. There's been a few cents. Okay, <laughs> in the first one did you have any twinges of like oh fuck. No, not at all actually. Great. Cool. Um the uh the people that uh, were participating uh were actually uh, a bunch of really cool people and yeah. it was it was kind of um uh, I mean, it's it's funny because uh, we were kind of venturing into the kind of, you know, more open relationship. Not completely open. Mm. Uh, we don't really uh, consider ourselves poly in any sense of the word. We're just mm. kind of, we're kind of getting there. Mm. Yeah, open. We're open-ish, Play I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. The, Playmates. Yeah, Dan Savage will call it monogamish, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but um, it was, uh, yeah, it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. And I really wanted to pick your guys' brains just because it's like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, people that are venturing out because it's, you know, modern dating is so different from what it was. Like the whole poly thing, it's it's kind of like a new, um, it's almost like being the new gay, I guess, Mm because it's like you still have to come out. Um, It's funny because like um, uh, someone I'm dating and I have undertaken a few different things, you know, we've talked about... uh, renting an apartment that we can airbnb out you mm-hmm. know as a, or other sorts of business ventures uh he's trying to get a puppy i have a dog and dog training experience so like i'm applying on his behalf and all of a sudden i'm very aware that if he calls me his girlfriend and anybody in any professional kind of setting mm-hmm. does any sort of research on me mm-hmm. and realizes I'm married yeah. that there are probably things that that people are just not open to or and that's the thing that- and that's and like I said like coming from I mean a very Roman Catholic family uh, I'm very um, with the Babylon leather because I mean I, I kind of make the joke when I meet somebody for the first time and it's like oh like I if if they somehow figure out Babylon leather because I have my punch leather is my mainstream. Uh, leather business which is actually registered with the province and things and babylon is technically technically a brand Mm. underneath that and it's just to separate Mm. my kinky line from because my my main bread and butter with the leather is doing dog collars leashes um because we we actually have greyhounds so it's a very niche Mm -hmm. market that we can do too and so i also i like to say that you know when i with babylon leather i just i make collars and leashes for people i just charge a little more yeah. <laughs> speaking of uh, just coming back to like the collars and leashes thing uh mm-hmm. if someone when someone's listening right now and they're like i would love a collar um what's the like kind of going rate for like a, a collar for a female uh well actually um let's see da, 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 da. i think this is <gasps> oh, these gifts oh, oh shit <laughs> Oh my! I love oh, it. It's it's sealed it with wax. wax. It's, it's Fuck, yes. Yeah. It's very uh, present presentation. Is Can we open now, it now? This oh, totally. little star that's on it. That is the star of Babylon. That's the star of Babylon. Very cool. Funny, funny story. Uh, just while you guys are opening that up. Um, Whoa! <laughs> and if, if it's not something that you want, uh, just feel free to gift it to somebody. That oh my you god! Think is this a bracelet? It. 
Uh, his is a bracelet, uh, and yours is a collar. Oh, if damn. you would rather, if you would rather a a bracelet, I do have one right now. That, that oh my gosh! Uh, so I, I I kind of guesstimated the uh, the uh, oh, fucking a. My yeah. thanks, Ryan. You have a studded wrap bracelet. That's, that's cool. What that would be called. Rap. So so if someone wanted to get one of these, like what's what's a, um, what's a collar go for? Uh, that right there is around twenty five dollars, and that oh. would be that would be roughly wow. with the studs. That would probably around the same thing. Babe, um, that looks amazing on yeah. you. Yeah. Um, well, this was, this is great. Is there, any, I like, love this. Harness the power of lust. There's, yeah, like kind of double the entendre. Lust, the yeah, lust yeah. card there. Yeah, yeah. Right. which is actually, that's, that is the whore of Babylon riding the beast of the apocalypse. That was the whole connection there. So that is Babylon herself. Ladies, let's reclaim the word whore. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And honestly, it's funny that you mentioned that. That's kind of, uh, if you read the, the blurb on uh, Babylon, uh, babylonleather.com, that's kind of the whole, the whole thing is... Um, kind of taking back that slut shaming thing and that's yeah. really what I um like where you're wearing wearing the o-ring choker it's it's it hints at kink but it's not really something that's overly fetishized yeah it's it's not you know, you're not wearing a bondage collar you're yeah. wearing something that just hints at it I was gonna say now putting this on does this insinuate something to people around me it gives it, it gives people Could. the thought depends on people who's in the, looking yeah, like, I mean, people, if someone people who's in the not, community will probably like yeah that's pretty kinky but they're yeah. not looking at me thinking like oh she's owned by someone someone might Some, someone might somebody might yeah. um, I, I've had clients that actually have like tags with you know um, their, their pet names on it and things like that and Back you can actually use that as a pet play collar like you could actually hook a leash leash onto up it. to it and it's the the leather that i use now is is strong enough that it that it can uh, the older one that i had just had snaps and it was not really i had to tell people you know be careful because it's not meant for rough like you know rough tugging play. that that one's a little more more mm-hmm. uh, rough and is there anything that we didn't touch on that you were hoping we could hit um well it's just it's funny that you said about the you know um uh the confidence building like the 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 whole take back the slut shaming thing yeah. that is the my core value behind babylon leather uh we consider ourselves um well i guess it's it's me but uh, my wife helps out um she kicks me kicks me in the ass when i need it <laughs> just more often than not uh but i i consider myself a feminist uh we are a feminist organization i guess um we've worked with uh missy inc magazine which is a woman run uh magazine in toronto uh, we've run a couple of uh, ads in on in their magazine and, and did a couple of uh, promotions and things like that for them. And they, she, uh, the CEO actually has a couple of harnesses herself. Cool. Yeah, so you'll see them on the uh, the Instagram account. And uh, the last um, sex show that we did, we actually did something a little different. Uh, we raised money for Stepping Stone. Oh, nice! Uh, and this is the first time we've actually done a real fundraiser. Uh, and we wanted to give back to you know the community that's I've I've been had so much support from from everyone local, and the whole idea of giving something back was really really something that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, Stepping Stone is a transitioning. It's from... that's the thing. It's it's not. Oh. that's it's um, it is it supports sex workers, but it also supports people that want to stay in the industry and they're pro sex work, and that oh, is perfect. a very important mm. uh, important thing. We cool. we are sex positive, but we're also pro sex worker. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they want to get out of the industry, then they they give them the the um, <coughs> the um, the resources resources needed. needed to get out. But nice. they're also if they want to stay in, they make sure they're safe, and it's 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 all about the safety of the sex workers That's themselves. Fantastic. And it's something that where the uh, 
the Whore of Babylon, the whole idea is, um, the, the mythos behind it is this is a woman that um, gives her all in a way to kind of give you knowledge and it's when you're can you're when you're lost kind of the dark the dark night of the soul then she is kind of the light that brings you back from that hmm. uh, and she you you have to give yourself completely to her to get her bounty kind of thing mm. wow and uh, so that was kind of the there's there's I'm, I'm a sucker for multiple meanings of everything that I do and this is this is something that really just the harness, the power, power of lust with the, the harness, the lust, uh, it, it just fit. So, mm. Where can people find, uh, find your stuff? Um, I work out of my home, so it's just uh, it's a workshop uh, that's a spare bedroom in our house. Uh, my, <laughs> wife, my wife would actually say it's more like three bedrooms because it's, uh, every room in the house has a little bit of leather and, and scrap. Right. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a tidy person. She's, <laughs> she's the organ, organized one. Um, but, uh, What's we, her sign? Hmm? What's her sign? She is a Sagittarius. All right. Now that yeah, fire and water doesn't usually work, um, but she's a Scorpio rising. Okay, Scorpio so is she's my a best water. Match. Yeah, yeah. Scorpio's my best match. Yeah. I know. <laughs> no, I'm like, yeah. I think I'm a Capricorn. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but you're on social media. I have uh, BabylonLeather.com is is what I have right now. But okay. uh, for ordering, it's mainly just if you see something you like on on um, Instagram because that's the best way to have it. I have the Instagram feed in embedded into the site. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, shoot an email or just send a DM on uh, on Babylon Leather on the at, Instagram. At Babylon Leather? Is that the... At Babylon Leather. Sweet. Now, it's uh, Babylon, it's B-A-B-A. A lot of people, you know, say B-A-B-Y. It's, it's, there's a nod to the city of Babylon, but it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's, it's something that separates itself. Great from to clarify. It. Yeah. Cool. Good. Well, thanks, Ryan. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's thanks like, for the gift. This like, yeah, this is, this super is the most special thing ever. Yeah, I love it. I love it, and I'm really looking forward to getting you and Kai in. Yeah, I, I am too. We have a lot of uh, a lot of good stories. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. Uh, and thank you all so much for listening. Uh, as always, we'll be back next week with another fascinating, tantalizing, titillizing. That's right. Uh, in the meantime. Brody, where can they find us? Over to iTunes, where you can subscribe, rate, and review. Super important. Super important. You can find us on Instagram at Turn Me On Podcast. Yep, turn Me On Podcast. And Turn Me On Podcast, TurnMeOnPodcast.com, where you can reach us through a couple different contact forms. One, if you're interested in being a guest, tell us all about it. And uh, the second, if you have a brain boner, a question, a quandary, a quest you would like to send us on um, reach us there yeah I'll, I'll take a quest I got this leather bracelet this falls pretty good <laughs> uh, uh, yeah that's it for this week until next week we'll go fuck yourself
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.